Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From their studio in the Feeding Arizona building in Youngtown, Arizona, it's the Boomer and the Babe Show with Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. Join Pete and Deborah and their guests as they give voice to 78 million baby boomers from coast to coast and border to border. Now here are the Boomer and the Babe, Pete Peters and Deborah Brown. And it is the Boomer and the Babe show. It is Thursday, November 8th, 2012. It's 10 o'clock on the West Coast, 1 o'clock on the East Coast, and we're stuck in the middle in Arizona where it's 11 o'clock and we never change our clocks. You can go ahead and figure that one out for yourselves. Maybe it's a comment on Arizona. I don't know. But that's nice because I don't have to worry about changing my clock back and losing sleep or not uh, not gaining that hour back. So that's... Uh, it's always kind of nice. Uh, we have a great show today. Uh, we have an interest, very interesting guest. Before we get uh, to meet him, I just want to remind everybody to uh, take a peek at uh, boomerandthebabe.com. See everything that's going on there. Sign up for our, uh, um, put yourself on our email list if you would, and that'll also get you our every four to six weeks. Uh, online magazine, which is Boomer Experience Speaks. Many of the people that are guests on our show also contribute to that online magazine as well, so we'd hope you would be able to uh, avail yourself of that and enjoy it. It's uh, it's generally pretty good reading, and we've had a lot of nice comments on it, and we'd hope you'd enjoy it too. As I said, I'm Pete Peters. Deborah's not here. She's working with some, some clients and some of the things that she does in the publishing side of our of our business. So uh, uh, with that, without uh, getting involved in further things about what we do, I want to introduce our guest. His name is Tony Burroughs. He has written the book, Get What You Want. And the subtitle of the book is The Art of Making and Manifesting Your Intentions. So this is going to be a fun conversation. Uh, Tony, welcome to the Boomer the Babe Show. Good to be here. Good to be with you. Well, I'm very glad you could make it. Uh, turns out that you're from California, and you call in, and I find out you're calling me from just across the valley, <laughs> over on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> I'm on one side of the valley, and you're on the other side of the valley. We could have met in the middle and done this at a Starbucks. Yeah, uh, we, we could have. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. At any rate, following uh, the weather, Pete, this is about the only place in the country where the weather is just as crisp and beautiful as it is right now. Oh, isn't that nice? I tell you, nice in the morning. I, I took the dog out for a walk this morning, and I almost wished that I had a long sleeve shirt or a sweatshirt on. It was a little, just a bit nippy. Not, mm-hmm. but by other people's standards, it's not nippy at all. They're walking <laughs> around in, in bikinis, but I mean, it's uh, by Arizona standards when you're used to the heat, of course. Uh, by way of getting us uh, going here in our uh, conversation today. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe your two minute, what we call your two-minute movie. Uh, how, how did you come to be a writer? Uh, have you always been a writer? Or did you start writing when you were very young, or uh, did it something you developed, and what is what is your background? Yeah, it's, uh, it's something that developed in me along the way. I'm an avocado farmer by trade, and I, I farmed avocados on the big island of Hawaii for 28 years, and uh, um, and uh, along in that process, uh, about uh, oh, 18 years ago, on the Big Island, uh, on the Hilo side, myself and uh, three friends just were sitting around in a circle uh, talking about how we could uh, help each other in our lives. And we ran across the word intention, Pete, and it said that an intention was a moving toward. So we realized if we put an intention in, uh, uh, in, in our little circle of four friends, why... Uh, uh, we were moving toward that which we desire. And so we did that, and we uh, uh, the intention started manifesting like crazy for us. 
and uh, shortly after that, five friends joined us. And at the end of the first year, there were nine of us who had been doing this regularly every Sunday evening, putting intentions and gratitudes in a circle and uh, and uh, saying that in order for them to manifest, they must serve the highest good of everyone concerned. And, uh, and then one night, 35 people showed up. And uh, somebody took it from there to, over to the Kona side of the island. Somebody took it from there over to Petaluma, California. And I went over to Petaluma and started giving little uh, talks after that for uh, a period of time. And within a year, there were 17 in tender circles in the Petaluma, there in the San Francisco Bay Area. And it flashed across the country from there. And there are intender circles now in countries I can't even pronounce the names of. And I must tell you that the four of us, uh, myself and my friend Mark and Betsy and Tina, uh, we are as in awe of what happened as anyone because we're just uh, four uh, country people who were just looking to help each other. This this is really amazing. Uh, and so you're sitting over there uh, out out in the all wide open spaces in Hawaii, I guess, and uh, well, so what we would call a subdivision, yeah, yeah, and uh, a pretty uh, but open air, you know, a lot of screens and uh, yeah, right, 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. and just uh, just having a conversation. Yeah, we were just uh, actually uh, um, we hadn't uh, seen each other in quite a while, and we just got together and we were sharing some food. We ran into each other at the local farmer's market and so we went back to the house and and pulled some food out and started to just uh talking about uh intention and uh and we just started putting intentions in our circle and and we really didn't uh know what we were doing at first Pete. we didn't we were just uh uh wanting to help each other as i keep saying and uh and the intention started manifesting and and uh, uh what happened was we ended up uh, creating a blueprint or a template for a community, for a new paradigm community. Uh, just uh, people in, the, uh, we created a grassroots movement, which is uh, a very interesting kind of a thing to do because it's not uh, uh, supported from the top up, so it comes from the people uh, up, you know, from the people down and up through the population. And so we've been riding this intenders uh, uh, wave for. Uh, 18 years now, and it just keeps growing and growing. And I started writing books uh, partway through the process because I wanted to keep track of the uh, uh, people uh, and the stories and so forth that we were hearing of people who were manifesting their intentions after consciously making them. And uh, we found out over a period of time uh, that those who get up in the morning and set a direction under their day have an entirely different experience than those who don't. Everything just comes easier for them. They get the things that they want in life, and uh, but by making an intention or saying a prayer or an affirmation, it doesn't matter which one you call it or how you do it. The main thing is to get up in the morning and set a direction, set set our course for our our day. And uh, uh, and we found that those who don't do that, those who get up in the morning and have a cup of uh, Starbucks and hit the ground running, why uh, why anything goes. So. Uh, just whatever, whenever. So we found that there was a relationship between the making of those intentions and the manifestation of them. And we uh, heard so many stories and saw so many people uplifted and uh, empowered by this process that we were just uh, learning as we were going or we were rediscovering or I can't even tell you how it happened because uh, uh, it just uh, it just sort of happened to us. But, uh, again, we're very happy that it did. And, uh, I'm... I'm not trying to be a, a smart guy here, but but, okay. um, but um, this whole process, as it developed and what it has become, uh, I'm well. I'm I'm about to ask you: Was that what you intended it to be? <laughs> yes, uh, but we didn't know what we were getting into. You know, you make uh-huh. some intentions, and you, you sometimes you get what you want, and and uh, it isn't exactly what what you thought it was going to be. In, in this case, it turned out to be even better. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> well, the, you know, the, you hear all these things about intentions. You know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Uh, I mean, that, that's just some of the, the, the tales and the, and the sayings that you hear. And obviously, uh, the road to other than hell is paved with <laughs> paved with good intentions, and you are uh, you are proof positive of that, and your group is proof positive of that. Yeah, exactly. We're living it. We're living uh, our 
what we're teaching. And uh, this isn't something where we're just channeling or we're just, uh, you know, bringing through, uh, although there is some of that going on. Uh, why? What, uh, we have to put, uh, integrate our own teachings into our lives or otherwise they're not, you know, they don't have a firm foundation that they need to, to in order to uh, withstand the, the test of time. And, and this, of course, is uh, withstanding the test of time because we were working with the law of attraction before they called it the law of attraction. Right, right. <laughs> and so long before that came out and got that got popular, we were doing it uh, many years before that. And so uh, uh, we what we found is that we just have to, uh, uh, if we're going to be authentic, we've got to... Uh, We've got to be living it. So we've uh, put these teachings into our lives. We do say our intentions every morning, and we uh, do keep track of the things that manifest. But interestingly enough, I've got a buddy in uh, in Houston. His name's Dan Hunter, and uh, a good friend. And he uh, has an intender circle uh, with a uh, that's combined with the conversations with God study group, actually, Pete. And uh, they do both. They read from. Uh, books for a while, and then they put intentions in the circle. Dan started keeping track of his intentions that had manifested for him a little while back, and it turned out that uh, in a three-month period, he had 50 of them manifest. And so uh, what, we're, what we're seeing nowadays is that the, the time between the time you make an intention and manifest is getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter, and people are uh, starting to catch on to that, that, there's, that they can make an intention, they can get some of the things that they want to come to them in their lives uh, to come to them. So what is or what are some people's intentions? I mean, what 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 do they what do they uh, uh what what do they talk about uh, what intentions that they put out there? Uh, do they put intentions for money, cars, homes, uh, you yep. know, wealth, prosperity, fame? Yep. What what, yep. what is it? All, all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above and a whole bunch more. They'll, uh, we, uh, in fact, we looked into that early on in the game, and we found that most people were intending for money or mates or, uh, you know, relationships, cars, jobs, uh, and so forth. And uh, uh, and we recommend that people do that, you know, because there's since there's no limit on what we can think, there's really no limit on what we can intend. And so we recommend that people do the material things, the cars and jobs and and money and so forth, as well as the more sublime things. Uh, I intend that I am more compassionate, more tolerant, more, uh, you know, kind and so forth, and more uh, at peace and serene. And In fact, my favorite intention lately is, is this. Uh, I get up every morning and say, I intend that I am centered and balanced, happy and healthy and serene, no matter what's going on around me. And uh, I put that in my latest newsletter, in, in Tim's newsletter, in uh, and I got a bunch of letters back saying thank you for that one because uh, of the times we're living in. And and, uh, and at the same time, we also make intentions for the world at large. Uh, I intend world peace and that, uh, you know, that we're truly living in uh, a world that's supporting us 24-7, 365. There, uh, I'm sure you know this, and I'm not telling you anything that, uh, that would be new news to you, but there are a, a great deal of... Um, I don't, know, I don't know what the word is. In, in people that have intentions, I guess, or they have uh, um, they have manifest powers, possibly, or they believe in crystals and and those types of uh, those types of things, and mm-hmm. all that all that uh, all that that mental mental aspect of of these things. And there there's a it's like Sedona is a community. Sedona, Arizona is a community for that. Uh, yeah. is, is, is your group uh, prevalent in Sedona as well? Yeah, yeah, been in Sedona for years, and and uh, you get a little different kind of a, a meeting there because we do not uh, have rules for how a person conducts an intender circle. I mean, we we sort of just uh, tell you how we did it, and you can use our guidelines and. Or not, and uh, the main thing is that you put your intentions in a circle. You sit in a circle and put intentions and gratitudes into it, and say that in order for them to manifest, that they must serve the highest and best good of the universe, ourselves, and everyone everywhere. And, and Sedona, um, you know, they've, uh, um, they're, uh, well, could I say a little more on the uh, um, new paradigm side? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and other circles may not do that. Some circles uh, stand and hold hands and tone at the end to create oneness. Some don't. Some have share food beforehand uh, and socialize, and some don't. And uh, there's really no uh, there's really no um, particular guideline except that you uh, uh, put that highest good clause in there and put some intentions and get together with. Uh, uh, people like-minded and light-hearted people on a regular basis. So you intend for them to do it, however makes them happy. Exactly, whatever works for them. Well, that's uh, you know, uh, we uh, we do our best to see to it that they that we we don't interfere. Uh, right. Uh, we just give them a little intender's handbook, which is a you know a four-dollar handbook, or they can get a community package from us that uh, with ten handbooks and just a. Uh, and a video that shows them how we do an intender circle, and, and that just gets them off and running, and, and they can just uh, uh, take off from there. And Because uh, some people don't like to do things, that other other groups groups are different. The main thing, Pete, is that people begin to come together in community because how are we going to create the, the peace and the freedom and the oneness and the abundance and the joy and all the things that we long for and that we deserve uh, as being humans on planet Earth, but that... Uh, if we do not begin to come together in community. So what we have uh, done here is um, we've uh, taken this law of attraction and combined it into a community uh, format so that people can sit in intender circles just in their neighborhood or just with their friends uh, on Saturday night or whatever, uh, whatever, whenever on that. uh, uh, And uh, we found that it works. So what is... um I just have so many questions coming up. I can't. I can't even sure. get, get to the first one first. I'm, <laughs> I'm intending to ask some great stuff. Um, the what is what is the code? The code is uh, ten intentions for a better world. It's a. It's something that just happened to me. I was taking a walk on uh, um, Grover Beach, which is uh, south of Pismo Beach, there in. Uh, in central California, and I was taking care of a lady who was making her transition at that time, and I took a break and took a walk on the beach, and and uh, all of a sudden I realized I'm getting a download, that I need to pull out a pencil and paper, which I always keep in my pocket, and, and uh, so I went over and uh, and uh, nestled myself in a bunch uh, of uh, dunes there where nobody could see me, and all of a sudden these words just came started coming through. Uh, uh, my perceptions were enhanced for a short period of time, shall we say. And uh, this code just was, uh, I just wrote it down as fast as I could, 10 intents for a better world. And and, uh, um, and then I've done my best to get it out to the world since then, written a book around it, which is a, a wonderful book that was published by Wiser Books a couple of years ago and uh, called The Code, 10 Intentions for a Better World. And it uh, talks about integrating these uh, these 10 intentions uh, which are, interestingly enough, as you can see, they all start with S, support life, seek truth, set your course, which we already talked about a bit, and, uh, you know, uh, simplify and stay positive and so on. There's a shine your light, share your vision. Uh, uh, and uh, and people can say this code in the morning, and it acts as their intentions. It's sort of our intender's greatest hit speed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're, Never you're said top, that to anybody before, but that's the way. It is. Your, your top ten are uh, your, your top ten. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, ten great, the ten greatest hits. Um, <laughs> it, it's amazing because when you look through these things, these are all things that we have either said that I'm going to do this, or somebody has said to us, uh, "You need to simple. You need to simplify your life." You know, or you know, uh, get yourself in order, get synchronized a little bit more here. You're all over the place. You know what I mean? I mean, people. Every one of these things I have either said about my said to myself or said uh, about somebody or to somebody that you know maybe you should try this. And these are not um, uh, what I'm. What's the word? They're 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 not earth shattering. Thoughts, but they're just thoughts that are put together in an organized manner. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that safe to say? Yes, that is very safe to say. It's a, it's a, it's sort of a, for uh, uh, again, this is stuff I never said before, but it's sort of a Ten Commandments for the present time. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of a primer. Yeah, it is. A, it's a, a behavioral code. It's a personal honor code 
or a code of conduct or whatever you want to say to him, and uh-huh. it's done in such a way as just uh, as just as, uh, like saying your intention. Just say them once a day, and they integrate. They just work their way into your life just by saying them. And uh, I say them, you know, when I uh, I'm doing my exercises in the morning to get stretches and so forth, and uh, I'm just saying them when I'm doing that. And it uh, I found that over a period of time that uh, you know since our uh, our thoughts do become things, for lack of a better way to say it, or our thoughts create our future. Why, uh, as I put my attention on these things, why they start to uh, work their way into my life. Well, it you know it's it's very it's it is very true because and, and let's talk just very briefly about the way things are in the world today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sit here in our office, and sometimes during the course of the day when we're working, we'll have um, one of several cable stations on, cable news stations on. And during the course of the last couple of years with the elections and everything else going on, uh, we're just listening to all kinds of garbage going into our heads. And yeah. it just, and it's kind of you're kind of half consciously listening to it, but it's there. And eventually, either Deborah or I will say, "Turn that darn thing off." <laughs> uh, you know, it's just dragging you down. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. dragging you down, and you need to get a, you need to take a break. And this looks like it's a, uh, uh, a very positive and and relaxing, frankly, and. Unharm, not a harmful way at all to take a break. Exactly, exactly, and and uh, that's what we're looking to do is to provide a balance, a counterbalance to all of the uh, dumbing down and the uh, uh, the frequency jamming and whatever you want to call it, all the stuff that's going on. Uh, I've got a right out my window. I've got a backing up truck with its beeper going on right now. All that stuff is designed to keep us. Uh, somewhat um, at a lower frequency because these can be controlled at a lower frequency. And uh, uh, so sure enough, these teachings, these intenders' teachings and are designed to uh, do just the opposite, to bring us up and out of all of that so that we rise, uh, we rise up and out of all of that and uh, transcend it and step into that which is termed our freedom and our power. Uh, because as long as we keep our attention on the garbage in, garbage out kind of stuff, why... Uh, and I do watch some of it myself. I mean, I watch the elections. I watch the, uh, you know, the football games and some of the other stuff. And, uh, but I, as a core, matter of course, I don't keep the TV on all the time anymore because it does not feel good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of, you know, things are changing in our world. Let, again, we won't talk about it too long, but as I've just, I've just done 70 cities across the country and, and uh, met with a whole lot of people, not just in the, uh, in the intender circles, uh, but uh, in the uh, in the um, average streets of life, in the in the shopping malls and so forth. And uh, what I'm seeing is that people are changing. And one of the things they're doing is they're turning off that TV, or they're not they're not uh, um, watching the movies as much as they used to because the movies are dark. You go, you know, try and find a real uplifting movie anymore, and. Uh, um, and same with uh, the books. Uh, you know, a lot of books. You go into a mainstream bookstore, and your first uh, thirty books you see are all pretty. Uh, you know, they're vampire stuff and they're dark stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so people are not reading the same stuff that they used to read. They're not eating the same food they used to eat. People are eating less than they used to eat. Uh, people are starting to uh, change their behavior patterns because the old ways just don't feel good. And they, uh, so. Uh, it's uh, we're we're actually becoming uh, we're, we are going through an evolutionary stage right now, and where we're becoming lighter, and so we we can't hang out in those same places, those same bars and stuff that we or hang out with those same friends that are going through their dramas and traumas all the time on a habitual basis. It's just uh, we want to hang out with people that are uplifted and, and in, enjoying their lives, and and so. Uh, um, this particular code is uh, is sort of a, a thing that'll jog a person into that, into making those changes, because those old ways that we're talking about, they always have to do with violence and greed and selfishness and so forth. And the new ways we're moving into with this shift that is upon us, and, and everybody out there who's listening right now knows what I'm talking about, because it's a, we are going through an acceleration, a frequency uh, uh, change, and uh, um, and... We are just uh, 
not as able to uh, deal with the violent, and we don't want to keep dealing with that or supporting regimes or ideas or people that are doing that anymore or stuck in their dramas. The new ways always have to do with caring and honoring and loving and encouraging and supporting and nurturing and loving our fellow travelers. So uh, I think that's where we're headed, and, and that's what this code is designed to do, is to help a person make that shift from the mainstream to the magical. It, you know, it, it, it sounds like a, a couple of things as you were as you were saying all that. Is a couple of things came to mind. Number uh-huh. one, number one in uh, in Rotary, the organization of Rotary. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they have their four way test or their five way test, or they have whatever the test is. And uh, and one of the one of the tests is is it good for everybody concerned? Uh-huh. That is that is yes. one of their that is one of their is it the truth? Uh, uh, that's one of them, I believe. And is it mm-hmm. and is it good for everyone concerned? That's another one. And I the other two or three, I, I honestly don't recall what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, but those two. And then the other thing that I that I heard uh, remnants of as you were speaking mm-hmm. was was the. The baby boomers um, back in the day uh, mm-hmm. in San Francisco, and you know, make make love not war. You know, mm-hmm. uh, draft beer not students. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that. I mean, that type of a, that type of a let's let's peace and love. You know, and yeah. uh, and there's certain there's an element, sounds like there's an element of that involved in in your intender circles as well. Well, it sort of evolved that way, Pete. That's a, uh, I never really talked about it in this way before, but uh, that's uh, just what evolved. And we realized that uh, if we're going to be making intentions, ultimately those intentions are supposed to take us to that which is termed our joy or right. our freedom and so forth. At least uh, our joy. We're supposed to get happy as a result and feel happy uh, much more of the time as a result of having these intentions manifest, of, as, as a result of getting the things that we want in life. And uh, sure enough, uh, uh, the old ways that uh, we're going through, the political stuff and the, the even the uh, um, barrage that we get in terms of the advertising on TV and the uh, uh, frequency jamming that comes through the TV and the su- uh, subliminals and all of that stuff, it takes us away from our joy. It does not feel good. And people are starting to wake up to that uh, because it's controlling. And it's, uh, it's uh, you know, politics by definition is the art of manipulating or controlling people. And people are realizing they don't want to be controlled anymore. They want their sovereignty. They want to be free to... Uh, um, uh, especially free uh, from regimes that are talking about war because uh, who in the world wants to keep sending your precious beautiful youth over to fight and die and kill in places that don't uh, they don't know anything about so no, the masses I, yeah the, uh, the, the masses of people don't want that anymore and they and it's changing and it's changing very fast and so what we've done is we put into place, and we didn't know we were doing it so much. It just sort of happened to us at the time, although we did intend it. Uh, we're, we put into place a template for, uh, you know, new uh, for a new way to live. Well, it, it's amazing when you stop and think. When you actually stop and think, as I'm having uh, the cause to do right now when I'm speaking with you, and you let's just talk about television. Uh, you can be sitting there watching TV shows. You watch one after another. Uh, conceivably, you got commercials. The commercials are telling you to take this pill or that pill, or see your doctor about this, or don't forget to ask your doctor about that. But if you do, you know, if you, you know, then they have to go through the disclaimer about it can cause this and it can cause that, it can cause this and it can cause death and it cause can cause sterility and it can cause you to have twenty seventh kids in one in one pregnancy and I mean all the all this stuff that. <laughs> <laughs> that they keep just railing on you with and all these different drugs and all these different it's just unbelievable the trash frankly that comes out of the TV and you just sit there in front of it sometimes like a like a zombie just letting yourself be barraged by that it's got to have an effect definitely 
definitely. Because we, whatever we put our attention on, that's what we're becoming. And the people who put out all the information on the TV and the advertisements and the, the selling of disease and the selling of scarcity and uh, because uh, TV is always setting us up for the future. Marshall McLuhan back in the 60s was saying that the media is the message. First you see it on the media and then it happens out in the real world. And so, uh, and they'll start out by telling you the good news, you know. Oh, the good news, those people over there in that country across the water, why, they're going to be our friends, you know. They're, we've got a, a treaty going with them. And then before you know it, that, that's, uh, you know, the good news turns bad. <laughs> and and yeah. so it's always a setup. And, uh, and at the same time, there's a low drone to it. In other words, they, they found out that they can blast frequencies right through the TV. And so there's a... Uh, uh, without even the words and without even the subliminals and all that other stuff, they can they can just uh, uh, have an effect upon our moods. And so people are wondering why they feel bad. Well, a lot of it has to do with the TV because the TV is a device uh, used to keep us um, at a certain frequency where we can easily be manipulated. And uh, uh, And what the intenders are doing, what we're saying on a grassroots level, Pete, is that... Uh, uh, oh, we can have our freedom. We can become so empowered that we are not a victim anymore. We have no one to blame. We are doing it to ourselves. You see, we are uh, we're making intentions. We're manifesting them. We've seen that happen several times. So we step into our power. We don't need that TV anymore. It, in fact, it uh, it uh, keeps us feeling pretty unhappy if we listen to it because you know they they are creating diseases and scarcity and all sorts of. Uh, uh, values and belief systems that we need to be more discerning about. My book, my book before this lesson is called The Law of Agreement, and uh, a wonderful book. And it just talks about what happens when we agree with beliefs and ideas that are. Uh, uh, if we agree with an idea, then we strengthen it. Or, but if we withhold our agreement from an idea or belief that isn't serving us, then we dilute it. And it's time for us to start doing some of that. You see, it's time for us to begin to withhold our agreement from these uh, some of these belief systems that uh, uh, that aren't working for us anymore. Because obviously, all these diseases are being set out there for people to make money. It's a money making machine. And well, and, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm agreeing with you absolutely. It's a money. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you were saying it's a money making machine. Yeah, well, and it's uh, you know it serves somebody's selfish interest. Somebody's got a vested interest in in other people suffering, and I'm just uh, I can't allow myself to support anything like that anymore. So I turned off. Yeah, I, I I do agree with that. I mean, it's you know you have your own thing, and uh, if, if if you want to be if you want to be miserable, you go ahead and be miserable on your time, not on mine. Uh, and uh, that's kind of the way I, I, I look at it. It's, it's the thing about um, you see all these little slogans and sayings about uh, you know the best, best way to uh, sometimes the, the best way to, to make sure that you have any, uh, that you don't have uh, any problems is to get rid of the toxicity in your life. And that's really what this is uh, all about: is getting rid of the toxicity. And the toxic can be people too. It can be people. Can be message. Can be many things. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, not to mention the polluted water and the polluted air, but uh, yeah, you just have to get rid of the, the toxins. Get the toxins. You can out. have toxins come through the email. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you got to be turning every minute now. <laughs> oh, I tell you, they just jump right up and grab you, don't they? Yeah, um, yeah it's it's uh, it's pretty amazing when you stop and think of it, and you stop to take the time to think about how am I being, how am I personally, my personal space, how is it being bombarded with negativity? And uh, it really is all over the place, isn't it? There's, there's, yeah. enough, there's enough negativity in the world and in everybody's life just with normal course of daily routine illnesses, uh, disappointments, uh, injury, whatever. There's enough. There's enough negativity there, in and of itself, without adding more to it. Right, right, and I, I totally agree with you. And and the positivity. So that's why we are talking about. Uh, being ever more vigilant of what it is we're creating with our everyday thoughts and words. In other words, uh, for us to stay as positive as we can 
with whatever our intentions are or even with whatever we're talking about because via the law of attraction, that's what we're creating. Uh, so uh, uh, I don't know about you, but I do find myself every so often saying something I wouldn't want to manifest in a jillion years. And if I'm hanging out with somebody else who's staying awake to uh, uh, what it is they're creating with their everyday thoughts and words, why they might say to me, hey, Tony, you might not want to say that that way because it's just not going to give you the results you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So uh, sure enough, we've uh, we're, what we're looking to do is to get enough people together to uh, in these intender circles or in even in just daily life uh who are uh waking up to the idea that well our thoughts do create our future and our intentions do manifest as we uh as we uh, uh make them and uh, and the highest good factor does work uh and if people just latch on to those two or three things then uh, their whole life will become more positive and this code is a is a uh, um, a beautiful uh, positive document it uh, it really uh, so. Um, there, I'll tell you an interesting thing. I've just been going through myself, and I, you know, I've uh, I've realized that there's a couple words in the vocabulary that are just extremely powerful, and those two words are, I'm fine, I'm I'm fine, and mm-hmm. somebody the doctor says, hey, you could have this. No, I'm fine. I create my reality, not you. You see, I. Uh, so I've become much more discerning and much more uh, uh, vigilant of what people tell me about the way my world works because ultimately I'm the one who chooses how my world works. And, you know, as I've gone around across the country, Pete, over the last uh, year especially, but over the last six and seven years since I started uh, getting all these books out there, why um, I've found that there's people in a couple of categories, the one-worlders that I call the one-worlders and the two-worlders. And um, this, uh, what I'm about to tell you, will wrap up, will sort of uh, put in perspective what, what you were just asking about. And, uh, the one, from my perspective, I have access to two worlds at any given moment in my life. I've got access to the world around me, my outer world, and I've got access to the world inside of me, my thinking and my feeling and, and so forth. Equal access to both those worlds, and yet most people are pretty well um, because of the TV and so forth, um, they're pretty well isolated into the outer world, the one-worlder. And uh, I've got a buddy, his name is Bob, and he's a one-worlder. And if I if I say, Bob, let's go to the movie, and he say, he'll say, he might say, Tony, I can't do it. I've only got five bucks in my pocket. And uh, he'll be all despondent and sorrowful and, and not uh, vital and, and energetic like he ought to be. And uh, that's his world, a $5 world. And... Uh, he's got a sister, and her name is Betty. And Betty's a two-worlder. If Betty only has $5 in her pocket, you know what she's going to tell you? She's going to say, I am rich. I am abundant. I am, I've am. i got it all. And, and Betty, as a matter of fact, does. And, and here's the point, that there is nobody standing over us with a whip telling us what we have to think. We can think what we want, and thus, via the law of attraction or precipitation or manifestation, whatever you want to call it, um, uh, create what we want. And we could be laying in bed sick in the morning or feeling ill, not feeling like going to work that day and tell ourselves, I am well, I am fine, I am in perfect health, and that's how you get well. If If our thoughts do create our future, our thoughts create our reality, that's how we go. So, uh, I'm really careful to make that distinction between my outer world and my inner world because uh, um, I found that my uh, interior world need not be dependent on upon what's going on outside of me in the least. Well, you know, it's a, it's amazing. Uh, here again, I'm I'm I really enjoy listening to you talk because there's uh, there's so many things that I can uh, tie what you say to. Uh, in things that I do, and uh, and completely unrelated to uh, so many other other things that are just out there all the time. But the, the example that came to my mind because I've got this wackadoodle mind uh, is that in the event of, that I'm out playing golf, and mm-hmm. I come to and I come to a water hole, and my ball, <laughs> I've got to hit the ball over the water hole. I say to myself, "Don't hit the ball in the water." 
What's the last thought in my head? What is the last <laughs> thought in my head? Hit the ball in the water. And you know what? I, George, I hit the ball in the water. And and because that's the most recent thought, that's the one I remember just before I take my swing, and I'm in trouble sure. because I know that baby's getting wet, new or old. Sure. It doesn't make any difference what kind of puddle <laughs> it's going in the water. And and that and you can, in some degree, to some degree, set that up, can't you? No, absolutely. As, as a matter of fact, if you pull out the old ball, you're really setting it up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, we we uh, we do. We find out what you you get what you say you want, and you get what you say you don't want. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, it's really good to to uh, always look for the positive. And what I would do in your in the instance of being on the 17th hole and looking over the water is. Uh, is to say I I intend that I hit this uh, hit this ball right up there near the hole on the green, and that way sure. I'm only envisioning the positive outcome. Well, and, and there and any sports psychologist will help, and and I know about it via golfers because that's mm-hmm. uh, one of my things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Me too. They they the, the sports psychologists because all these all these golfers have sports psychologists anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's to keep their thoughts positive and keep them going down, uh, down the road in the straight and narrow, so to speak, literally and figuratively, with regard mm-hmm. to their golf game, and to take care of the extraneous thoughts and keep them out, keep them out of their mind, because the yep. extraneous thoughts are are what can, what can uh, cause them problems. And I'll give you an uh, I'll give you a, uh, an example of this. Year years uh-huh. ago, years ago here in Phoenix. I, I used to have a golf pub, a newspaper, golf publication, and when mm-hmm. I lived in Southern California. But I came over here to cover the Phoenix Open, and I've got my credentials, and I'm inside the I'm inside the ropes with my camera and whatever. And we're coming up the 18th fairway, and Freddie Couples is in the hunt. He's he could win the tournament, and mm-hmm. he's on, he's on the 18th tee, and he hooks one into uh-huh. the water on the left-hand side of the 18th fairway at the uh-huh. at the TPC course here in Phoenix. Yeah. And as we're standing there, he's getting his drop and doing whatever he's doing. On the other side of that water are all the corporate tents, and they all have their TVs turned up loud, and they're drinking and hooping and hollering in there. And you can hear Tom Weiskopf up in the booth behind 18 saying, it looks like Freddie's going to choke this tournament away. And we all hear it as plain as day. Mm-hmm. And Freddie proceeds to choke the tournament away because he snaps uh-huh. another one and he get he he chips it on the green, he two putts, he takes a bogey or whatever it was or a double and he lost the tournament. So somehow that got into his head because he doesn't hit that kind of shot normally. All of a sudden he let it get to him. He heard the uh the the thought process and and what people were saying about him and it stuck in his craw. And I know it's stuck in his craw because the next week, back in San Diego, I asked him, did that bother you? And he's stuffed and puffed and he stormed out of the press, press room. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it, well, But it's an example, I think, of what we're talking about, that you can let the negative things get in there. You've got to find a way to get them out, uh, to, to get rid of them, to flush yourself right. of that. Right. So... Uh... You know, we override them. We, you know, uh, and, you, you know, they, uh, uh, you'd hear people say something that they wouldn't want to manifest, uh, you know, I hope I don't hit that shot in the water or whatever, and then they'll say, cancel, cancel, you know, or something like that. And uh, really, that just barely works. I, I've never seen it really work very well. And the, what does work is to put more emotional juice, you know. Uh, I am hit. I'm fine. I'm going to hit. I, I, this ball is the best ball I'm ever going to hit in my life. And you know, put more emotional juices uh, to uh, uh, to it uh, uh, than uh, when you go to overwrite a statement that you really wouldn't want. Of course, if if Tom Weisskopf is telling the whole audience there and the whole country, then there's a whole lot of energy that you've got to overwrite. So. that's why in the intender circles, by what we do is we put that highest good clause in there, and it's easy for me to align with other people's intentions if they say that in order for them to manifest that they must serve the highest and best good of the universe themselves and everyone everywhere, because uh, if it's not for their highest good or for someone else's highest good, it won't manifest. And 
So that highest good uh, clause takes care of a lot of that stuff because you know you've heard that probably heard that hey there's not it's not a good idea to make intentions with other people but it is if you've uh, got the highest good clause in there. Uh, well, that's that's true I think and and also. Um, uh, Deborah has a, a woman friend that she talks to that she's met at a seminar somewhere, and she mm-hmm. talks to this woman every Thursday at 9.30 in the morning or whatever the heck it is. And she is, uh, they are what they call accountability partners. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah. they say to one another, apparently, in their account, which I'm not privy to, but I I hear the aftermath, uh, that they have said they were going to do this and said they were going to do that and so on and so forth, and the other person then holds them accountable to what their intentions are. Mm. And mm. so I, and I like I, that. And I just go, wow, I, I, I guess. So she has to answer to somebody. Lord, no, she's not going to answer to me. But, I mean, uh, but that's another issue. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. No, we won't go there. That's, that's bad intentions. Let me <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, it's 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 somebody that uh, she respects, and they respect one another. They met, and they had this instant um, simpatico, and yeah. and uh, they trust each other's opinions, and they they speak freely, and it and it and it. I, I guess it's working for her. I, I, I've never, I've never checked in. I've never built. I've never looked at a scorecard on it. But uh, she's certainly happy with it. So she's been doing it now for over, well over a year, every Thursday. So yeah, I it sounds great. I'm, it sounds like a great thing because you know, uh, you know, we've been separated, and that's what we were talking. About. We've been separated every which way you can imagine by race and by uh, class and by financial status and by. Uh, you know the uh you name it we've been separated political party you name it we've been separated and and uh, and it's time for us to begin to come back together and and this is a good coming together of two people uh who are really wanting to help each other i i like it tell Deborah i like it yeah it 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 it, <laughs> it seems to be and it and these things are not um uh, these aren't earth-shattering in, uh, actions. I mean, they're not earth-shattering actions in and of mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. but they can they can become life-changing if uh, mm-hmm. if you allow them to. And, and I look at and here again. I know we're not going to talk too much about politics and so on, and, but and the ways of the world today. But there is nothing wrong with two people having divergent opinions. But there's also nothing wrong without with them discussing those divergence opinions and coming to a common intention. If it's an bingo, all-time. yes, yes. And I just don't understand. I, I mean, I just for the life of me don't understand how these political groups can be so just dug in, stubbed up. Um, Pick a word. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't, and that's that's the thing that just just it just rankles. It rankles me. Uh, well, well, yeah, and and yet they're they're causing us. They they do have a good side because there's always a good side to everything. There, there's always a a an opportunity in our adversity, and the opportunity uh, or the good side of what they're doing is that they're showing they're they're leading us to a place where we're going to finally say enough. Yes, and yes. that's what we're people are starting to do in droves. People are starting to say enough because uh, uh, you know if it isn't working, it's obsolete. It's in fact been obsolete for a long time. Well, it has it has been obsolete, and uh, and I think you're seeing it in uh, people standing standing up and standing in line for hours so they can uh, still. Mm-hmm. Cast their vote mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. whatever else uh, they're, they're, that's that's happening, and I, I think more and more of that is going to be happening because people are going to say, "You're not going to do this to me anymore." We we we're past that, and now all of a sudden you're trying to take us back there, and we're done with it. So mm-hmm. I, I think there's a certain element of that. Talk to me a little bit. I have some notes here that says that you have a uh, a YouTube uh, YouTube speech or a YouTube channel or something? Tell me about your, your YouTube. Yeah, there's an Intenders channel on the YouTube, and it's got some 80 YouTubes, and uh, there's a, a bunch of uh, there's a, uh, 
speeches as well as uh, um, visions for my ideal world, for our ideal world, because um, one of the things that uh, spurred me into doing more YouTubes, Pete, had to do with a, a dream I had about a year and a half ago. I woke up in the middle of the night with the, uh, this uh, idea or dream that said, uh, start a website, call it the Vision Alignment Project, uh, write your visions of your ideal world, and uh, put a big green button on the site that says, yes, I align with this vision, and tell folks that if they're aligning with this vision, if they're hitting this big green yes button, that they're uh, actually con consciously contributing to the creation of that vision. And this is a way for people who didn't know of any other way they could make a difference to make a difference in the world just by aligning with that vision. And I ended up writing over 300 of the visions, and there will be a book coming out on it eventually called I See a World. And, uh, and as of this week, there are over 980,000 alignments. We're just going to hit a million right here in the next month. Wow. of people who are uh, who have aligned with these visions and uh, and basically they're uh, a takeoff of the ninth intent of the code which uh, says share your vision I create my ideal world by envisioning and telling other people about it so one of the things we want to be doing in order to counter balance the uh, all the effects of the political uh, uh, information and, and jamming and propaganda and all that that's going down is uh, uh, is to have the positive side, is to envision only the positive outcomes. And this vision alignment project, it's a free project. People can get a vision in their email every couple of days just by going to visionalignmentproject.com. Uh, and, and, uh, and so more and more people are starting to think about what it is they want, which is why I wrote the book, Get What You Want. Because, you know, uh, the art of making and manifesting your intentions because uh, people are realizing they do not have to remain at the mercy of uh, those people and forces outside themselves who may not care about them in the least. They can do something. They can, uh, they can uh, begin to tap into their own um, inherent power which is they make an intention and it manifests. They make an intention and it manifests. And they begin to put two and two together and say, okay, I'm just going to make intention for everything nowadays, for whatever comes across my path in my life. And they'll start to notice that if they put the positive spin on it instead of digging down into the – or uh, going down and wallowing in the swamplands of the negativity, uh, we can stay in that positive mode and, and retain our joy. And all of a sudden life starts clicking on all cylinders. There, there seems to be uh, here again. The more I hear you talk, the more these other things come to mind. Um, there, there seems to be um, a somewhat of a, 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 a religious tone to what you're doing. Uh, no, uh, no. It, there might be. It might sound like it, but uh, it's not religious in the least. It's uh, and it's not anti-religious in the least either. It's, we think religions ought to be coming together. You know, and we think that that's what's going to eventually happen. But uh, uh, it, 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 but there is a spiritual quality to it, Pete. Well, and there, there that is a was that was that was my bad choice of words. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I no, that was my bad choice of words. Spiritual is is more uh, more what I was thinking of when I said that. Uh, mm -hmm. And and the other the other thing. Um, uh, shoot, I lost the thought now. It wasn't it obviously wasn't going to stick with me, but no, but nonetheless, uh, the the spirituality of of what you do, or the spiritualness of what you do, uh, just makes it so much easier for many more people then to uh, to come on board, if you will. Well, yeah, we we think that that's what's going on in our times. I'm a baby boomer myself, and I went through the materialism of the 70s and 80s and so forth, and I, I think our evolution is uh, especially speeding up right now, and, and people out there know that there's something is changing, something is different, and, and what that something different is is that we're starting to come into contact with the core of our being, our essence, uh, and people are starting to realize, okay, I'm more than my body. I'm, I've... Uh, I was told when I was a little bitty that I've got this name, which was just two names, that uh, two words that my parents made up, and I've been calling myself that, and, I, and I've got my story, and I've got my identification uh, with my body, and I say, I went to town. Well, that was my body went to town. And uh, But more and more people are beginning to identify with their core essence or their spirit, the being inside the body. And that's part of this uh, 
that is the biggest part of this evolutionary change uh, uh, that's going on. And and, uh, incumbent with that, Pete, is a big letting go. People are letting go of of stuff that's been excess baggage for them, the habits, the judgments, the, uh, you know, the... uh, um, the ego, for that matter, all sorts of uh, uh, behavioral patterns that we've uh, we've been used to having. We're, we're realizing that in order to make this step into the spirit, uh, which is seems to be what that's what all the 2012 talk is about. It's talk about multidimensionality and coming in contact with those who are currently invisible to us. You see, so uh, we. Uh, we just found that uh, oh, after making intentions and sitting in hundreds of these intender circles, that, that uh, uh, there are there's a, a large movement of people who really are beginning to step out of that I am my body mindset and realize that they I am whole, a whole lot more uh, than I previously thought I was, and in that whole lot more is access to what worlds that were previously invisible to us, what they call fourth and fifth dimension and so forth. And and people are realizing that uh, they are uh, uh, able to access uh, or able to communicate with helpers, guides, angels, whatever you want to call it. You're seeing this in droves nowadays uh, where people are uh, communicating with invisible guides and helpers and uh, and things go easier for them as a result, and it's there's there's a bridge being gapped nowadays. We're we're starting to cross that bridge into uh, into the invisible, and people are getting wider. Like I said, they're not eating the same. They're not eating as much. All that big American plate of food with all that stuff piled on it. Oh my God, I can't do it anymore. It's too heavy. Right. It's too dense. We're we're building a light body, is what what the uh, New Agers call it. You know. But uh, uh, we're we're getting lighter and brighter, and uh, and in doing that, there's a letting go. You know, I'm a, you know I have most people got stuff in storage or uh, in closets and boxes and stuff, and people are even starting to let go of some of that stuff. And as above, so below. We're letting go of some of the stuff that uh, the old judgments and habit patterns. And hey, that guy really isn't my enemy, and he really is a part of me. You know, and I'm not going to hurt that uh, guy anymore. That person over there who I uh, who I may disagree with, and and all of that makes us lighter and brighter. And this code just automatically um, kicks that in gear. It, it, and I think it uh, it shows up as a greater tolerance. Yeah. Uh, uh, for instance. Um, there, the the there's a greater tolerance now of different people's lifestyles, and that they have. There's there's certainly some people that are just set in their ways and they're never going to change, whatever. But uh, more and more people are having less and less less and less judgment and a greater tolerance of somebody else's choice of how they want to live. In other words, it's not my decision to make. It's your decision to make, and you can live it however you want to live it, and I'm fine with that. And just enjoy your enjoy yourself, whatever yeah. it is. And yeah. and don't don't you don't have to try to um, you don't have to try to beat me up so that I'm going to do it your way. I'm not going to ask you to do it my way. Don't me ask me to do it yours. Right, right. We're allowing. We're becoming more allowing. Of uh, other people, and uh, and that is such a good thing. <laughs> it's the best thing we can be doing. It's just letting go of our previous uh, old uh, uh, fears, because mm-hmm. all those judgments are based on fear, and uh, they're afraid that person's going to get something I'm supposed to have, or that person's out to get me, or something, and or that person will do better than me, and and it's all uh, all those fears are going away because we we're starting to realize that that being inside our body uh is uh is invulnerable <laughs> the body may be vulnerable but the being inside is not well it's it's interesting because i i mentioned uh, inappropriately i mentioned the word religion before when actually it should have been spirituality but now i'm going to mention religion and i mean religion <laughs> uh because religions are based in many many cases in many ways based on fear. Yeah. Uh 
and I'm not saying that's necessarily bad for the purpose of the religion, okay? But that, re- but the the religious, uh, religious right, whatever you want to call it, they are fearful of whatever they're fearful of. But that doesn't mean that I have to be fearful of the same thing they're fearful of. Bingo. Uh, yeah, yep. that that they're they're entitled to their religion, they're entitled to their fear, and the government's entitled to whatever they want to do, but they don't go around telling me what to do and getting into my bedroom, so to speak. Yeah, uh, and, and, and that's that's the thing I think that that really showed up in this last election. The people that said enough is enough, and I've had enough. Mm-hmm. And, right, and and those kind of people are becoming more disenchanted with the mainstream mindset uh, by the day. And they're looking for something else. And that something else is something positive. It's something like what the intenders are doing. Uh, uh, There are others out there, too, that are doing it as well. Uh, And yet the intenders uh, uh, is is a true grassroots thing that that wasn't just uh, built from money. It was built from love. Right, right. Yeah. I just made the mistake of looking at the clock, and uh, <laughs> and we're what and, is it? And, and and we're down to the short rows, as they say in the farm country. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have to kind of start wrapping this up. This has been just one phenomenal hour, as far as I'm concerned, talking with you today, uh, Tony. It's been just just great. Um, likewise, likewise. Uh, the why don't you tell us uh, tell the listeners and either anybody on board right now or those that might listen to the archives uh, if they can see how this may be of help to them the intenders and so on and so forth tell them how they can get your book or your books whichever you like uh, sure. how they can get involved in uh, maybe there's an intenders group in their area if they want to visit uh, this is your chance for your shameless self promotion as we say. <laughs> Well, uh, all my books are available on uh, several websites, but intenders.com is the main one, or Highest Lighthouse, highestlighthouse.com. Both have all of uh, our Intenders books, and intenders.com has a wealth of material that's free right there that will help you become empowered and how to say your intentions and how how to get together with other people. And uh, and there's this community package that we talked about. So if you want to set up your own... uh, your own circle. It does, you don't even have to call it intenders. You can call it the Saturday morning garden group as long as you put some uh, intentions in the circle, and, and they'll manifest for you. If, uh, people will see that they'll start to manifest, and and uh, so uh, the books and all that stuff are uh, available through intenders.com. The new book is called Get What You Want: The Art of Making and Manifesting Your Intentions, and it is a wonderful book. It's a it's a compendium of uh, so many different things we've learned over the years uh, in terms of making, uh, becoming more proficient at manifesting, at getting the things we want to come to us as easily and effortlessly as possible. And uh, um, So, intenders.com, highestlighthouse.com, visionalignmentproject.com if you want to make a difference in your world and, and uh, align with our visions. Um, and, uh, there, again, there's all sorts of freebies uh, on all of these. So, uh, um, just... Uh, uh, the books are are uh, priced at uh, prices that we uh, we we could afford, you know, and uh, we made everything affordable so that it's easy to set up your own uh, conscious community and uh, to start becoming empowered. And uh, other than that, the uh, uh, only thing I would say to the folks out there is that they're based upon what Pete and I have been talking about for the last hour. There is a shift going on nowadays. You you can feel it if you key into your feelings in the least, and and uh, and that those of you who are listening to a show like this, why you are to be the example setters for so many to follow. So I truly support you in uh, becoming empowered, into taking this code and taking these intenders materials and taking this wonderful book, get what you want, uh, and uh, putting it to its highest and best use. And and you'll find that. Um, that uh, it'll bring more peace to your life, it'll bring more comfort into your life, and uh, it'll give you a feeling of confidence that no matter what's going on around you, no matter what kind of drama is being perpetuated on this planet around you, that you can retain your joy in the midst of all of it. Well, that's, that's phenomenal. 
phenomenal. It really is. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a show that Deborah tries to do uh, once a month or so, and we really never know when it's going to happen. It's just kind of like, well, we've got some time, and Deborah's going to do her show. And mm-hmm. it, uh, and the uh, show is called Pathways to Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And, and this topic uh, would fit very well in that show, and uh, it's right in her wheelhouse. She uh, she is a real believer in these types of uh, these types of conversations and these mm-hmm. types of topics. And uh, she'd be a lot of fun to talk to as well. So I'll make sure that she sees all this information that I have uh, with regard to your books and so on and so forth. And uh, uh, we'll be able to get in touch if no other way. We'll be able to do it through Cat uh, Sanborn up there at Cleas Press. And uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get hold. We'll get hold of you one way or another. We'll find you somewhere. <laughs> okay, good. I would love to do it, Deborah. I'm looking forward to it. All right, sounds great. Thank you very much, uh, Tony, for for being my guest today. It's been a wonderful hour and uh, very enlightening, I'm sure. And I hope for a lot of other people that are that are listening to it or are going to find this program. So thanks again, and uh, have a great uh, have great travels. Thank you so much, Pete. It's been my great pleasure. Take care now. Mm-hmm. Bye now. Bye-bye. And that was uh, Mr. Tony Burroughs uh, talking about uh, the intenders and get what you want, the art of making and manifesting your intentions. This is his latest book. Very interesting conversation, very enjoyable conversation, and we hope that if you're interested in trying to manifest your own best intentions, uh, take a look at intenders. Uh, dot com or visionalignmentproject.com and see what there that uh, might be of interest to you and help to you. So with that, we'll say goodbye. Have a great day, everybody. We'll be back with more programming tomorrow. The 9 o'clock show, Arizona Boomer Radio, will be talking about uh, uh, we're talking about intellectual property with an attorney that specializes in that area. And then we'll have another show at uh, the 11 o'clock hour, another Boomer and the Babe show to follow. So I uh, hope you'll join us for both shows if you can, but certainly uh, find one of them and listen to them in the archives if you can't hear them in person. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Take care. interesting conversation to the world. Be sure to follow us on Twitter where we tweet as Boomer and Babe and on Facebook as Pete Peters 47. As always, you can friend us on Blog Talk Radio or sign up for our newsletter at boomerandthebabe.com. Email us at host at boomerandthebabe.com with any of your comments. Remember, at 50, you're just getting started. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.